Threads podcast by Pop Heart Productions. In this episode, Chelsea is speaking to Geneva Radburn. Enjoy! Welcome to the Threads Podcast. My name is Chelsea and throughout this series I will be interviewing people about their clothes. We will be talking all things personal style, what makes us tick in terms of our outfit choices and how perhaps we can get way more joy out of what we're wearing. I hope you enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Threads Podcast. I'm here today, well I'm not here actually physically with the lovely Geneva Radburn. All right, so we'll start how we always start. How would you describe your style? I would probably, quite difficult because I think I used to dress up a lot more, but now I'm a lot more practical. <laughs> <laughs> I am a lot more practical, aren't I though? Yeah, you but are, I'm... but you, I think you still got, you're, you're more dressy than I am. <laughs> I'm lazy. <laughs> yeah, I'd say bright colours a lot, contrasting yeah. colours. I feel like I dress more like a boy now. <laughs> really? What, you think just in shutdown um, specifically, lockdown, sorry, or in general? I think in general. I think because my job is now more um, hands-on practical stuff rather than kind of like face-to-face customer stuff. Mm. Um, then it kind of gets me in the role better if I'm wearing stuff that I could, you know, if at, if at the drop of a hat I needed to do something, then I could I could just do it in whatever I'm wearing. Yeah. But I do kind of miss miss dressing up more, I would say. Yeah, that's the thing I'm really finding with being at home. Like, like when we spoke last time, you had a dress on and tights, and I was, like, really impressed that you made the effort to put tights on because <laughs> I can't bear tights. For me, they are, like, majorly dressy wearing tights. But, like, at the moment, as well with being at home and just kind of getting on with things or working at home, like, you want to be practical as well, like, to go for a walk-in or to to do a bit of, like, gardening or something. Like, there's no point in wearing, like, a one of your beautiful vintage dresses, almost. Yeah, and the other thing with that is if I wear stuff that's vintage, a lot of the time I would want to hand-wash it. Yeah. So to wear it, because I know afterwards I need to hand-wash it. Yeah. So then I just don't bother wearing it. Mm. <laughs> because I want stuff that I can just chuck in the washing machine yeah (laughs) or it's like that thing I've I've got dresses where like the only part of it I've actually washed is the armpits (laughs) (laughs) which is super lazy (laughs) do you think lockdown will have a the style of dress is perhaps coming more casual do you think that will permeate fashion after it's over I think so, but I also think it might swing the other way that everybody will be so bored of wearing casual wear that hopefully they'll want to dress in stuff more fancy. Mm. And I also think there's loads of events have been cancelled and festivals and everything like that, like the stuff that you would normally dress up for in the summer that mm. you get excited about because that's not on. Then hopefully people will just be wearing that kind of like festival wear stuff on the street. Yeah, that'd be great. Let's get out those sequin hot pants outfits. Yeah, I actually think people will be doing that. Yeah, that would be fun, wouldn't it? I think, like, I even though I feel like my style's, like, much more casual and practical, I feel like it's more um, eccentric because, <laughs> like, um, there's less people to sit and there's things that maybe I wouldn't have mixed together because I'd think, oh, people will think I'm mad if I mix those things together because I'm at home, I'm, like, doing it anyway. It's good to be able to experiment, though, in that way, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah more aware when you are aware of what you're wearing when you know more people are going to see it yeah so 
can have a trial run at home or whatever. Yeah, I think I'm going to come out of this time looking like a kind of, like half 70s, half 90s, quite granny, lots of kind of odd homemade clothes that I've made during lockdown with limited odd fabrics and like tie-dye socks and big 70s sunglasses. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear. When do you think that you kind of found your style? Like you said earlier that you you have quite a particular colour colour palette, which is often like bright primary colours, and like um, you have a kind of vintagey vibe, but that can also be mixed with like more practical, like minimal kind of masculine pieces. When do you think those things kind of came together for you? I think how I dress now, kind of that mix that you were talking about, is probably only in the last two or three years. Mm. I'd say before that, I was much more kind of into, like, themes. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, kind of things being themed. And I'm much more mis- mishmash now. Yeah. But, and I think that is pretty much due to my work. Mm. Because, you know, most most days you're working, aren't you? Well, <laughs> <laughs> normally most days you're working. And, yeah, I just think that I just had to do that for comfort. You know, if I'm sitting at a sewing machine all day, then I don't want to be wearing a pencil skirt, do I? No. Do you know what I mean? You're just not going to do it. I used to wear loads of pencil skirts and tights and boots, but I would just never wear that anymore because it's just not It's just not practical. I don't think I owned a pair of jeans until I was about 21. Yeah, I don't. I did. I had a whole period. I don't think I wore trousers full stop until I was no, about I 21. Didn't. Yeah. No, I didn't at all. I just used to wear dresses and skirts. Yeah, which same. Which is alien to me now. Mm. Um, there's also something about kind of wearing more trousers and kind of like the more oh it's not even really masculine is it but more kind of like non-gender kind of trousers and and tops and things that aren't particularly figure hugging yeah Uh, there's like something to do with that which is like i don't know i get like a lot of my kind of self-esteem and joy out of like being able to be practical and feeling like i can do things and feeling able yeah and i like I don't even particularly think about how other people view me when I wear that kind of stuff it's like that's how it makes me feel yeah do you know what I mean by that yeah I Um, I feel like maybe this is my version of it but a bit like when I was younger you wanted I wanted to like be like look I am pretty I am feminine I am girly I am attractive and then now I'm a bit older it's like well actually I can still feel those things and still dress in a way that I can be like practically powerful and not be um my clothes won't prohibit my activity at all whereas they would have done you know like you say about pencil skirt and people kind of I don't don't, this is what I mean it's like the illusion that people might take you more seriously yeah and that was uh, we talked about that loads when you're in your early 20s and just feeling like the whole world is kind of laughing at you because you're just a young woman yeah, and also when you do wear stuff that is more kind of sexy or shows off your figure more, then people do look at you more in that way. They just do. They do, yeah. And it's not always necessarily a bad thing because maybe if you, you know, you, some days you just wake up, don't you, and you want you want to feel like that. Mm. That's how you feel. But, you know, nine out of ten times, I don't, that's not particularly, I don't particularly want to be viewed in that way. No. So, yeah, I've kind of stopped wearing stuff like that. And it's funny because whenever I do... Whenever I would wear something that's like, say, you know, a dress where you can see more of my figure or whatever, people always comment on it. People yeah. People tell me I look nice. They always, like, you always get a completely different reaction off anybody. You oh, do. You've made an effort. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, I'm, I literally am still exactly the same. Yeah. I'm just wearing something that is, like, 
in culture's eyes, a bit more sexually provocative. Mm. Um, or, or as a woman, you're making an effort as well. Yeah, yeah. But it's like if you put on a suit, do you think, I wonder if it would get the same response if you put on a, like, trouser suit? Would people yeah. still be like, oh, you made an effort? Or would that read as more normal because it's trousers and a jacket? I don't know. Yeah, I know. And it's particularly for the women. It's like, it's like, oh, look how nice you can look when you make an effort. <laughs> yes, it is like that. that. Yeah. And if I'm wearing lipstick, because I always used to wear lipstick as well, and now I don't really wear it anymore. Because, again, it's just... It, if I'm wearing, say, if I'm wearing lipstick, then it's like I have to be constantly aware of if it's rubbed off at all. Yeah. Or if you don't normally wear it, then you touch your, you know, you you have to like touch your face. Like I go through periods where I don't wear mascara, and then I'll wear it one day and I'll rub my eyes and it's just all over my face. Yeah. It's like to wear makeup. But yeah, I don't particularly want to be sexualized by other people that aren't my boyfriend. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not really, I don't really get anything from it. I think for us, it sounds like we put more importance on that as part of our identity when we were younger. And yeah. now maybe we've realised that it has, there's lots of different versions of that that yeah. we can have access to without just like one kind of main blatant version. Yeah, it doesn't make me feel powerful to feel observed. I think that's what it is. I don't. No. To be looked at like that it doesn't particularly make I don't think, and, it, and if it does, I don't actually think that's a very good headspace for me to be in. Mm. I actually think that that's like that kind of like wanting that validation. I don't think that's actually that healthy for me. No, and I've kind of sometimes thought about it. Am I making myself a commodity mm. by that style? But equally, that's something to kind of fuck with as well, isn't it? And go, you know, yeah. I'm totally, this look is totally more overtly sexual and I fucking dare you. Do you know what I mean? Like, I always harden it up a little bit if I do do that now. Mm. I wouldn't go girly, the girly kind of side of it. I would go the more kind of kind of grungy, punky side of it. I don't know. I just would prefer that. Your view does change on how you want to be seen. I think, or it has for us. Yeah. And I think you know everyone should fucking wear exactly whatever they want, whatever that is. Yeah, I, it is definitely that is a big change though. It's the kind of like some things I would be like, oh, I like that, but it's too girly for me. And other people will be like, if I, you know, somebody will say, oh, that's nice, do you like that? And I'll be like, yeah, I like it, I like it on them, but it was too girly for me. Mm. I don't know where that's come from, and I think it is because I can really easily look really girly because I have long blonde hair. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, the, the girliness is already there. It's like that, it's almost like I feel like I need to tone that down. And because you have such a pretty face, like an attractive face that like, like you say, you've kind of got that girliness for free because you're so stunning. Yeah, I don't know. I, well, I think that's like obviously nobody sees themselves like that. It's very nice of you to say, but um, yeah, it's more about the way that you're treated. I'm mm. always, yeah, I think from people seeing me like that, then I do. I have always been treated like that, and very much kind of talked down to. Mm. So I'd much rather like I don't know. I'm. I think rather than looking like slim and sexy now, I would rather look a bit mus- muscly and like I could punch somebody in the face and that would make me feel happier. <laughs> it actually does make me feel happier. Like if I do more exercise, my muscles start to get bigger. Then I'm like, yeah, like I would prefer, that's, that's the side I would prefer. I think it's so interesting how we all grow and the way we want to look changes as well. Mm. How did you want to dress when you were a kid? Um, I was really hippie when I was a kid. I think that's how I wanted to dress. I had like lots of like purple. I don't 
really into purple. I was like obsessed. So kind of really like, cool. I remember your room being quite witchy. Yeah. It was that kind of like... Like late 90s, like... Late 90s, yeah. Hippie-ish, witchy. I love all that stuff. It's really fun. Yeah. Do you have a favourite piece from childhood that you wish you could still fit into now? Ah, I... <laughs> I acid washed a pair of jeans in the bath oh, when I was nine. <laughs> it's like it looked like I'm in some kind of like fake punk band. <laughs> so great. Like this is like like not what you do when you're nine. No. And everybody thought that I was so fucking weird. Yeah. I just put them. I don't know. We know know where I would have got that idea when I was nine. But I just put them in the bath and just poured bleach all over them. And I remember they turned out really well. They were really really white. And now, because I've tried to do that recently, it's really hard to get it really white. Yes. I recently bleached iodide a pair of jeans, actually. Obviously, I had more time on my hands for activities. And um, they were really dark blue, and I left them in for, like, five hours in water and bleach. And they've come out really, really well, but they're not white. They're, like, light grey. Yeah. But, I mean, I was pretty happy with them. But, yeah, you're right. With modern denim, it's near impossible to get them to do that. Yeah. Did you put it in the bath and then scrunch it up? No, I like tied it up and then submerged it in bleach and water. Oh, like rings around the legs? Uh, no, I did each leg scrunched and tied each leg up. So it's like kind of striped oh, tie-dye. Way. Yeah, do it so far. Yeah. yeah, I want to do that to pair with my black jeans, but I didn't know how to do it. It's like so fun. You know, you can also put bleach in a spray bottle. Yes, I've right. recently discovered this and I haven't experimented with it yet. <laughs> what, did you Just like, do... um, did a, make like a pattern by like putting paper on the denim and then spraying it so there was like a relief pattern or? Oh, no, I didn't do that, but that sounds fun. No, no I, just, I, just, I just sprayed it and then dribbled some bits and then sprayed some bits. Ugh. I've got a really good pair of jeans like that, but I'm too fat for them since all down. Don't quite fit. They're very, very close, but no, not quite. Uh, I, lockdown is definitely softening physiques. <laughs> well, it is mine. <laughs> we'll all be, we'll all be like all our clothes when we come out of lockdown will just be tightly fitted because of <laughs> because we've all got away. Too small. <laughs> <laughs> is um sustainability something you think about when you think about your clothes and you sew and sell vintage stuff as well? Is that something that kind of enters your mind? Yeah, it is. I definitely think that there's already enough clothes in the world. So I would pretty much get... I get all of my clothes. Either it's stuff that I'm meant to sell, but I keep. (laughs) I'll be like, "Mm, sell one, keep one. But it's nice because it means I can constantly have a kind of rotating wardrobe. Mm. uh, And then obviously keep my best bits. And then, apart from that, probably charity shops. But I don't even really get that much stuff from charity shops anymore. Mm. I definitely get a lot less new clothes now and because I see so many clothes coming in and out of my life I'm really picky yeah yeah it's like it has to be really really special to keep it yeah and then sometimes you get into that kind of like like sucked into your phone because you see like an advert for something and then you're like oh they've got a sale on and then you go on there and then you're like oh I like this 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 oh that was nice and put them all in your basket and then I go I'm not gonna buy any of them (laughs) I just just come off it because I'm just like why would I First of all, why would I buy that? Because I can get them so much cheaper. Mm. And I and they're nicer. And vintage clothes are 100% like ridiculously better quality. Always. Mm. Even the basic things like a t-shirt yeah. or a bra or... Yeah, just, everything is yeah. just so much. Yeah, there's just no, there's just not really any point. Um, 
yeah, I would like to get more new stuff. I don't feel like I can um, justify it, really. And also, you know, if I ever have conversations like this with people and I say vintage is the best quality and I say there's enough clothes in the world, then I feel like a bit of a hypocrite if I was to go and just buy loads of stuff from H&M. Yeah. Yeah, and the other thing is I'm a massive snob and I don't, <laughs> I don't want anybody else to have the same thing as me. Even if it's plain and even if it's, like, not particularly interesting, I don't want to ever see anybody on the street wearing the same thing as me. I mean, I yeah. would say I, like, buy probably, I don't know, four or five brand new things a year. And talking of having the same things, a couple of years ago, I bought a jacket in Primark and I constantly see people in it often when I'm wearing it. And I always find the way to get around this is to be like, great jacket, you look great. Great jacket. I saw somebody in it yesterday and I thought it was you. As <laughs> <laughs> you did, I was like, oh, Chelsea, aren't I? <laughs> but, you know, it's like you say, like when I buy, when you buy something from a place like that, then you feel really uncomfortable. You think, should I have done that? And I mean, the, the answer is probably no five a year isn't exactly bad is it no what I would actually like to do is I would like to to have my eye on something a bit more expensive and if I'm earning enough money to save up and to get that yeah because there are some really nice brands out there the other thing is fabric's really shit a lot of new fabrics are really shit they're just (laughs) (laughs) and I go into Topshop and I'm like oh my god it smells so weird in here it smells horrible like I can't stand the smell of high street shops I think they stink they smell like horrible plastic and like like fixative that they put in the dye or whatever it is Mm. like it's really not nice see and all of that puts me (laughs) on you said that to me before and I've never ever heard anyone else say that and like I know what you mean about the smell of like like big shopping centers it does smell kind of plasticky but Mm. I like it a few years ago I had a hoodie from Topshop and it just smelled so new and amazing and I literally just kept going and smelling it because I thought it smelled so new and lovely because all my stuff smells damp and old <laughs> yeah. I've, gone, I've gone completely nose blind to damp and old though well I think me too really <laughs> like other, other people always say like they'll give me a hug and they're like oh you smell like the loft I'm like do I? there's <laughs> <I'm smelling. laughs> not, not a good scent to have is it? <laughs> Well, for me, when you live in, like, a kind of lower basement flat, it's near impossible to keep things smelling not damp. Anyway, do you have any advice for um, if people wanted to be more sustainable in their clothing and their shopping habits? I would say uh, charity shops. Clothes swaps are really good. I've been, yes. to, quite, I've been to quite a few clothes swaps. Um, doing it with friends as well, because if people, you know, do do a lot of impulse buying, like, either online or in, in sales or whatever... People always, they get overexcited, don't they? And they buy stuff and then they just never wear it. So mm. I know a few people that will get together with their friends once every few months and they'll just swap stuff around like that. What else? You do a I lot think... of repairs as well, don't you? For your for yeah. stuff that you sell and for other people. I was going to say that. I was, yeah, repairs. You can always, um, if you've got something that's really special to you, because that, that it can be something, you know, really inexpensive, really shit from H&M, you know, whatever five years ago but you can't get hold of it anymore and you've worn it to death but it's like the perfect fit for you um and a lot of people have that and you mm. can either get that remade by a dressmaker in like a nicer fabric or you can take it to like get repaired you can pretty much repair anything yeah so i'd say that's definitely worth it and those kind of small businesses as well it's better to give your money to those small businesses yeah that are actually trying to do something good totally the other thing is just to get stuff altered like I feel like most clothes don't really fit me that well off the rack. No. 
is feel like they could fit me better. I think I don't really have like a waist on the sides or the front. My waist is on the back. And so loads of stuff gapes on the back because I've got a bit of a shelf. Right. Um, so a lot of the time stuff needs darts there or taking in there. I um, think sizing's forever frustrating when you buy things and obviously there's not sizing varies so much in different brands and it also sizing's changed over the years so when you're looking at vintage things you have to be careful that you're looking at the measurements and not what the size says because it's often much smaller but yeah you're right like getting something altered to fit you perfectly means that everything looks amazing and like when occasionally I'll make a dress and the the fact that you can make it so it fits like you say your waist perfectly and all the kind of odd proportions that we all have that are different from each other does make such a huge difference to how flattering the thing looks on doesn't it yeah and it just makes you want to wear it yeah and there's loads of stuff where you're like everything is right about this the fabric is right like the length is right you know what you know it's practical it goes with everything but there's just one little tiny thing that's just mm. not right about it why five other things to try and you know get the right thing and it'll, you'll just never get it no do you think there is a particular subculture or like movement that's really influenced your style um i don't think i've ever really been part of a subculture that i know of is the um, one from history at all that you thought that looks cool i really like kind of 60s psychedelic stuff i used to wear stuff like that a lot more i would say that i think that that's if i'm buying all the stuff that would attract my eye the most would be that type of stuff yeah do you know what i mean yeah um, and it's just so hard to come by now as well that it's that it's quite like rare and special yeah. and even when brands try to redo it now they never quite get it right no it's starting as well i was reading vogue earlier and which is kind of weird at this time because they've got very little to report let's face it <laughs> that the kind of that 60s 70s touch of psychedelia thing is apparently back um <laughs> but you're right it doesn't have the same like fun and novelty and humor to it that i think the six, yeah. 60s clothing so has yeah and also just the fabrics aren't like the prints aren't quite right yeah they're just quite right the colors aren't quite right i just don't actually think that you can recreate those fabrics anymore i don't know it must be like weaving processes dyeing processes maybe they used to use loads of horrible chemicals they're not allowed to use anymore Mm. i don't know but you just can't you just can't really recreate it i don't think there was so many things from that era and really weird synthetic fabrics that probably don't exist anymore (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah so probably that i would say I don't, I don't know quite how to explain this. It's not really a subculture. It's kind of like it's not art student. Mm. It's like kind of like young artist type. How do you explain it? Kind of folky, kind of vintagey, kind of work wary, kind yeah. of like an art student. Kind of sometimes like a child. Like the proportions <laughs> yeah. would be like kind of childlike in the clothing, like. But it just had a real arty vibe to it, didn't it? Like that is a creative person. Yeah. So like that. I love that but I just a lot of you get a lot of kind of 40s clothes that are like that yeah do you know what I mean you could wear that are like that that aren't that aren't on the girly side yeah I really like that style I would say that that's probably kind of my favourite style I think it's lovely it's so chic and yeah. it's just so timeless as well and like a person of any age can wear it and it's really adaptable like you can introduce loads of different vibes into that kind of vintagey work wear look as well yeah yeah i mean i don't know why if i like stuff like that that i'm not that i don't i'm not particularly dressing like that um i also think stuff like that's quite hard to come by it's also yeah. a little bit french do you know what i mean there's something a little bit french about it 
Yes, which is yeah. eternally chic. Yeah, I love that. I love that kind of casual, drapey, loose. Yeah. All the shapes are just right and everything hangs well and yeah, oh, it's just delicious. Practical, but it's also like there is something slightly dressy about it because they are special pieces. Yeah. Either because either they have a bit of age to them or they're you know they're made in really nice fabric or mm. whatever. There's definitely like, like modern. Sorry. I was going to say, tell you who's quite good for that type of silhouette is Cos. I actually really like this. I was just about to say, well, there's like kind of modern imitations of that vibe, isn't there? And I was about to say Cos. Yeah. Oh, I would say out of all the brands, their stuff is like. If I had the money, I'd buy that. Mm, it has a kind of classic quality to it, and it does seem to have better quality fabrics than most high street shops, doesn't it? Yeah, and they're generous with, because I've had them in the alteration shop before, so you obviously get to see the inside of them and everything, and they're really generous with like stuff like hems and seam allowances, and you know, <clears throat> over time people just skimp on all of that, and it really mm. affects the way the clothes hang mm. and the way that you're on your body. Yeah, they're good. Expensive. Yeah, we'll have to get on eBay looking for secondhand cos items. <laughs> oh, I've done that. I've done that. <laughs> been like two hours before doing that, looking at every single cos item on eBay, and then going, "No, I'm not gonna buy any of it." <laughs> I love that. Like, I do it. Like, I'll get like a bee in my bonnet about a certain look, but obviously won't be able to afford like the real or the new version, and then go into like a kind of black hole of searching for either second hand or something very similar i love i love that it's like my favorite hobby yeah. <laughs> what is your favorite item that you currently own i'm absolutely just loving that denim trench still oh it is good though describe it i really like it so it's like i'd probably say it's like late 80s early 90s american um brand uh like denim trench coat it's got poppers at the sleeves it's got which i wouldn't normally wear it's got like um a brown corduroy collar and what's the thing at the back it's got like a back panel what's that called yeah i don't know what that's called what is that called but it's like a back flap i don't know how else to describe it yeah and then uh, like brass poppers all down the front and i think it's got a little split at the back but it's almost like the shape of it goes in a bit at the bottom. Yeah, like so it's, it's really, tapered. Yeah, it's tapered at the bottom. Um, so it's just, it's really flattering. And you can just put it on over anything. It goes with everything. And it's a really nice bright blue. It's a lovely jacket. It's so striking. And I love the length of it as well. It's quite unusual to at the moment to see people wearing jackets that are like that long. Yeah, it's like ankle. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Yeah, I'm still loving that. I've had that for a while. That I've just actually taken a, a nice bomber jacket like off my stall, um, which had massive shoulder pads in, which I just took out of the lining. It's really good. It's got loads of straps. Oh, look at that! But yeah, it's got like really odd straps, so it's like like that, and then it's got ones up there. That's really and it's fun. Got a little hood in there as well, you know, where they've got the hood that rolls up and zips into the thing. Yeah. So Geneva's yeah. like just got on what she's been describing, and it's like a really <laughs> bright pink, like just below the waist kind of poofy 80s jacket but with like the insides white and some of the straps are white and then the collar folds down and it's white and there's loads of poppers and it's brilliant (laughs) (laughs) it's like lots of different straps and toggles and bells on it it's a bit like ski wear but ravey yeah i'm really into that ski wear i know you are and i love it yeah i i really like that 80s ski wear look there's even like a there's like a episode of the fresh prince of bel-air where they go skiing and all their outfits are so good (laughs) It must have been such a big thing at yeah, that time. Because there's so much of it, isn't there? 
I want some new clothes. I'm actually very bored for all my clothes, but I can't um, justify buying anything at the moment because I'm too poor. Mm. So I want to make some stuff. Oh, and I made my I made my kimono thing, didn't I? But I haven't had a chance to wear that yet. That was stunning. Describe it for us. So that is in like a silvery, light blue Chinese satin fabric. Um, and it's kind of collarless. That's maybe about just above ankle length, ankle to kind of shin length. Um, it's got slightly fluted sleeves, um, and it's just open at the front, so it's really drapey, and then it's lined with red, and it's got a little pattern all over it. It's so and beautiful. It's, it hangs really nicely, actually. Um, and then on the back, I did an applique, like, big red textured leather snake, and then some other kind of motifs around it. That's super cool. Are you just going to wear it, like, over, like, kind of jeans and t-shirts or summer dresses? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I mean, I've made it now for myself, but I actually don't know whether that colour washes me out a bit and I'd need to wear lipstick with it. I think it would look a lot better with a lipstick. But having gone now a long time without wearing makeup because we're at home, <laughs> like, I'm starting to... It used to be like I'd only think I'd be able to wear certain things if I had makeup on, but I'm really starting yeah. to change my mind about that. And I think that's partly just because I'm so fucking used to my face now without makeup. But I know what you mean. There's some things and I think, oh, that'd be really great with loads of black eyeliner or that'd be really great with red lipstick. So Yeah. Yeah, it just takes it to another level, doesn't it? Yeah. Also, your face can really disappear without um, makeup on. Because my eyelashes and stuff are quite light in mm. my eyes. Um, but yeah, it is good to get used to your face without makeup. I am used to it most days and then some days I'm like, oh my God, I look so tired. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, I would. I would really like to kind of like have an excuse to make an effort soon. Yeah, I've been I, thinking. Well, that. No, there isn't. There doesn't have to be an excuse. Like a lot of people are just at home making efforts or whatever. But wouldn't it be really nice to like go on a date? Do you know what I mean? To make yeah, an effort. Yeah, totally. Or like to celebrate a friend's birthday where you'd make yeah. an effort. Or even if it was just like in your local pub, you'd still make a bit of an effort because it was someone's birthday kind of thing. Like just even yeah. those like really average events that you'd make more of an effort than if you were at home <laughs> it'll happen at some point soon hopefully. and I like you say I wonder if you know everyone would be so excited to wear their kind of like festivally or like smart clothes that everyone would just like be incredible looking I mean some people have still been wearing makeup like every day mm. I think it's just because it makes them feel normal yeah I mean both of us kind of would wear makeup wouldn't wear makeup and have quite a mix so mm. I mean, I just wouldn't wear it at home because I... Waste money, that's what. Well, yeah. And also, I mean, obviously you're not meant to touch your face at the moment at all, are you? But I feel uh, like one of life's yeah. great pleasures is rubbing your eyes. And if you've got makeup on, you can't do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've got a really... This is like a really stupid question that I ask everyone, but I actually really enjoy it. <laughs> good, this <laughs> oh, It's really silly. If you were an accessory, what accessory would you be? Probably be a bag. <laughs> What kind of bag? What a lot of people of... choose bag, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, what kind of bag? Well, I'd probably be a rucksack, wouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I'm not going to be a handbag, am I, or a clutch? No, you're definitely not a clutch. Neither of us are a clutch. <laughs> no. Who is a clutch? I'd like Victoria be Beckham, that. she's a clutch. It's not a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think I'd be a rucksack. 
But I don't, I don't know, I don't know why. Because I just get on with what I need to do and just put myself on my back. I don't know. I think you'd be like a really beautifully like handcrafted leather like satchel rucksack. Yeah. It would have to be really high quality and like really well made, durable fab, like durable like quality fabric. Why? What are you? I feel like I'm a trainer. <laughs> <laughs> Is a trainer an accessory? Well, I guess. I mean... Ah, see, I wasn't counting shoes. I don't know. I, I mean... think it would be a boot, then. I think it would be a boot. What kind of boot? Heeled or flat? Uh, fl- flat, but with a bit of height in the sole. Got you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Over the years, like, we've always talked about, like, different comments that we've had um, for our outfits, and we kind of touched on that earlier with saying about the whole being more dressy and that garnering comments do you think that as you've got older you've kind of learned to care less about what people think about the way you dress yeah yeah I don't I don't think that I care as much I also don't think that I dress as much to try and get any comments do you know what I mean I feel like maybe before it might have been something that I that I hid behind a little bit because it's like it was much more like a bit more of a mask yeah the way I dressed um uh, and it's quite easy for people to just concentrate on the way that you the way that you dress do you know what I mean when they meet up with you when they see you it'll be what they comment on and then what you talk about and yeah obviously that's still nice sometimes but I don't yeah I don't feel like it's something that I would hide behind anymore as like an image type thing yeah I don't I don't really give a shit <laughs> I don't really. No, you've always been um, brave in your attitude. You have a real sense of confidence in that area, I think, which a lot of us do struggle with. Why you're often quite inspiring to be around and talk about clothes with because you have like a real freeness, I think, in your choices, which is really inspiring. Do you think you've got any advice for like anyone who wants to kind of wear things but feels like they they won't because they might be a bit loud or people might say something about them because they're unusual or you know they're second hand and normally they'd only wear high street but they want to go a more vintage look like what do you think i think you should wear whatever you wear because it makes you feel good and i don't i don't really think you know if people comment on it they're more likely to comment it on on it on an, in a nice way mm. and it, then have a conversation about that rather than in a negative way. I don't think it's, it's quite unlikely that people comment in a negative way, and if they do, it's just because there's something wrong with them anyway. Um, they've got some kind of chip on their shoulder about something. I still uh, like a few weeks ago. I haven't had this for so long, but some like teenage boys like started shouting. I can't remember what I was wearing. It was I don't know, but they were like nice jacket or something like sarcastically, <laughs> and I was like, I haven't had that happen for years. It's really horrible feeling. It is horrible, but like, I was just like, well, I just went, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Which they did not know how to respond to because I was being nice back. (laughs) Yeah. It's weird. um, I think that people feel like they have the right to comment, and just because you're wearing something more unusual is like an invitation, which it obviously isn't. Yeah, and it's so clearly when people say something like that, you know, like nice jacket or whatever, it so clearly comes from insecurity. Mm. It's just there's no there's no kind of hiding that, is there? No. And when you're younger, you don't really realise that. You no. think that it, it looks stupid, but then when you're older and you see people like that, you're just like, what? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. And I think, yeah, call people out on their bullshit. Say that again? Call people out on their bullshit. Yeah, because they get away with it because they're because they try and be intimidating and they should be called out on it 
whatever it is, you know, sexism, kind of just general meanness. Mm. Um, I think people need to be called out on their behaviour. And that's hard to do as well. That takes a lot of courage at times, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, I think that I have quite a short temper, so... <laughs> <laughs> less courage and more just um I'm just quite quick to jump maybe I can be quite defensive about things like that because I just get like (laughs) and I'll just bark at somebody but equally I think your capacity to always stand up for yourself like is a really admirable quality and like I've learned like bits and bobs of that from you you know that's a really good thing as well all right so my absolute last question any advice for giving less fucks and just choosing what you wear um because you love it to think about things less as fashion and more as a kind of like artistic ensemble excellent i love that <laughs> yeah yeah totally that that's a lovely place to leave it i think and i think it's interesting in this conversation we've actually not really talked about fashion at all um and style is so personal and that's what makes it so lovely and interesting and one of the things i'm really missing in lockdown is people watching and seeing people's outfits I I was gonna say that I haven't really seen anybody's and I saw one good bit of fabric in Sainsbury's the other day and I was basically following the woman around yeah I know like if I see someone that looks cool like when I'm in a park or whatever I'm like just staring at them like trying to work out like trying to take in all the details of why their outfit's cool (laughs) (laughs) oh dear we've been starved of style inspiration (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Geneva, for chatting to the Threads podcast today. Um, What strange times we find ourselves in, and it's been really lovely to talk all things clothes with you. You have a stall, don't you, in Snoopers Paradise? Yeah, yes, I do. Cool. So when... Yeah, so when that reopens, we should all head there to see your lovely range of vintage clothes. Yay. All right, well, wishing everyone a super lovely day, and thank you very much for listening. Thanks so much for listening to the Threads podcast. My name is Chelsea Mountney and I am part of Pop Heart. You can find more of our work on our website, Twitter and Facebook at Pop Heart UK. Please also look out for all the things that Cast Iron are doing across all their social media.